Praise God, praise God, praise God. To God be the glory for great things he has done and greater things he will do. We want to welcome you in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's another brand new day, another glorious day, a wonderful Sunday, the day the Lord has made. And the Word of God says we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank God for the grace, for the privilege, for the opportunity to see this day. It's not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And for this, we are grateful and we say thank you, Father. We honor your name because of your greatness, of your ability, of your presence. All of this we enjoy because of the death of the Son of the Most High. And that is your beloved Son, Christ Jesus, who died on the cross of Calvary, that we may have life and have it abundantly. To God be the glory. Father, we thank you. We exalt your name for this day. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. You are wonderful. You are worthy, O Lord. You are wonderful. You are worthy, O Lord. We thank you for the goodness that we enjoy. We thank you for your greatness that we see day by day. We thank you for the manifestation of your glory in your world, through your word, and all that we can see around us. For this, Lord, we are grateful. We say thank you, Father, for the privilege of seeing another brand new day. We do not take it for granted. We exalt your name because it's not by power, nor by my, but by your spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Oh, glory, oh, glory, oh, glory to the King of kings. Oh, glory, oh, glory, oh, oh, glory, oh, glory to the King of kings. Lord, we lift up your name with a heart full of praise. Be exalted, O Lord. Ah, God, oh, glory to the King of kings. Oh, we magnify your name. We bless you because of your holiness that supersedes human understanding. You seated upon the throne in heaven, and the heart is your footstool. Thank you, Lord of lords. Thank you, King of kings. In Jesus' name. We have come into your presence, Lord, to receive from you. And we ask that our heart be open. We ask that, Lord, you will give us a word. Above all, our feet will be strengthened, Lord, to run in every direction of your word, the very direction that you want us to go. And above all, your name will be glorified. We will be the image that you want us to be. Lord, we thank you in anticipation of what you're about to do. We give you praise, glory, honor, and adoration. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Let the people of God say, amen. Once again, you are welcome. This is Pray the Word Ministries. This is our Digital Sunday Fellowship. We fellowship online every Sunday, every Thursday, and any other day as the Lord has given us the grace to do so. We thank God for the privilege of being able to use this technology for the sake of the gospel. And we say thank you also for being there on the other side, for being a partaker. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, and cause his face to shine upon you. Amen and amen. For a while we have been looking in the scripture and what is it that we decided to 
feed our hearts with in the word. I call it the glory and the greatness of God in the word of God. The glory and the greatness of God in the word of God. And we have been in the book of Psalm 119, the longest chapter. If there is anything that according to uh, the original version of the Bible, because the Bible was not written in chapters and in verses, the Bible is just like a scroll that once you finish one, you go to the other. But nevertheless, we give God the praise that we are able to look at the longest. And everything you see in the book of Psalm 119 is pointing us in one direction. You will see the law, you will see the word, you will see the decree, you will see the testimony, you will see the command, you will see the precept, you will see the status. So all of this is still telling us about one thing. And as of the last time we were together, we were in verse 9 before everything decides to shut down. So we want to pick it up from there and we want to run in accordance with the word of God. So let's open our Bible to the book of Psalm 119 and we're going to start from verse 9. Psalm 119 uh, starting from verse 9. Uh, I'm going to put it on the screen for us so that we can all be partaker and read the word of God together. Psalm 119 verse 9 from verse 9 that's where we're going to start and we will continue in this until we finish looking at the glory and the greatness or either way the greatness and the glory of god in the word of god however you want to put it but we are still talking about the same thing if you want to go with the greatness and the glory to god be the glory if you want to go with the uh, glory and the greatness to god be the glory the bottom line is we are in the book of psalm 119 looking at the glory the g's the two g's the glory and the greatness of god in the word of god so let's read it says how can a young man stay pure uh, this is new living translation how can a young man this is a question that is now being put to to ross and the answer is also in there. You see, one of the beauty of the book of Psalm 119 is that whenever you see questions, you also need to just read one or two uh, uh, scripts in there. And the answer is going to be flashing like lightning. You know, we can't miss lightning. When lightning strikes in heaven, we can't miss it. We can all see it. And even when you see a car, you know, flashing the light, we can't miss it. So the same way we cannot miss what is written in this as the answer. How can a young man stay pure? says by obeying your word so we have a question and we also have an answer how can a young man and when you look at us or oh, for for us that are older generation and when i say older generation i'm talking from 50 and above and let's look at the ones that are from 40 downward let's consider them as the younger generation because our generation as uh, 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 50 and above have some things that the 40 downward did not experience. You see, time changes. Time do change. So how can a young man stay pure? He says, by obeying your word. It's a simple, uh, 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 straightforward answer. It's not complicated. How can a young man stay pure? by obeying your word and when you look at that statement why is he referring to a young man why another translation says how can a youth so he's also referring to youth when we go deeper into the scripture let's quickly go to the book of psalm psalm 25 verse 7 let's go to psalm 25 verse 7 and see some of the things the bible say about youth 
and some of the things that is associated with the youth. But also, don't forget, when you read the book of Timothy, when Paul was encouraging Timothy, he says, look, you have been this from the youth, that which has been passed down to you by your uh, 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 grandma as a youth. So, But I'm not totally saying that youth are... are are not useful please don't get me wrong but there is something that is so common with the youth all of us too whether you are 40 whether you are 50 you are 60 we've passed through that age and we know what we have done in that period of our youthfulness so let's go to psalm 25 psalm 25 and we look at verse 7 psalm 25 verse 7 what did he say it says, do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. That tells me that there is something common with youthful, uh, uh, the age of being a youth. We want to believe that, yes, I believe I can do anything. I believe I'm untouchable. I believe I'm invincible. I believe, yes, I can go ahead and do this and do that without thinking of the repercussion or the consequence that is going to come with it. So, you see, now we see in the same Psalms, we were in the book of Psalm 119, now we are back in the book of Psalm 25. It's now pleading also that remember, don't remember the rebellious sins of my youth. That's just many of us as a youth, we live according to what we see in the book of Psalm 25 verse 7. And we see that the man or the the uh, uh, inspiration is saying here through whoever writes God's inspiration through whoever put this together says don't remember it father in the name of Jesus. I've come before your throne. Yes I know I've done a lot of things in my youth's age but do not put them into remembrance. And when we now go back to the book of Psalm 119, it says, how can a young man stay pure by obeying? So how can I conquer every form of rebellious spirit as a youth? Simple word of God, which is the authority of God, the decree of God, the judgment, the testimony, the precept, the command, the status, the law is the only way that can keep me from living in this rebellious sin. And I pray that our power to embrace the word of God, power to run with the word of God, because the word of God already made it known to us that no man can receive anything except that which is given from above. Don't forget what we are looking at, the glory and the greatness of the most high yes i want to see the glory of god i want to see the greatness of god i need to feed on the world i need to stay in the world so whether i'm a youth whether i'm an adult it does not matter it is the same principle for the youth and for the adult how can an adult also stay pure by obeying the word of the most high obedience to the word is the key of living a life of purity so let's go further in the book of second timothy quickly let's see what the book of second timothy says about this youthful uh, age the age of being a youth second timothy second timothy second timothy uh, chapter 2 and we're going to look at verse 22 second timothy 2 22 Second Timothy 2.22 To God be the glory for the enlightenment of the word of God that we receive. It says, run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Did you see that? It says, run. Another translation says, flee all appearances of evil. Flee anything that stimulates youthful lust. Run, run, run. 
And I want to put this. This is not in the scripture. When you see anything that stimulates useful laws, let your language be, there is fire on the mountain. Run, run, run. Now, when there is an outbreak of fire, whether in the woods, whether in the house, the next thing every living soul in that house, including animals, if there are animals living, the next thing they want to do is they want to run away as far as possible from the fire. They want to flee from the fire. So run from anything that stimulates youthful loss. Now, there is another way forward here, which I call the answer. It says, instead, pursue. So, by obeying the word of God, what we as youth are now doing, what we've given ourselves to, is the pursuing of righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace, enjoying the companion of those who call on the Lord with a pure heart. How can a young man stay pure? How can a youth stay pure? These are the answer, ladies and gentlemen, people of God. These are the answer to the question that we see in the book of Psalm 119 that how can a young man stay pure? The answer leaves in the word of God. So quickly let's look at one more scripture. Let's look at one more scripture. Let's go to the book of Ecclesiastes. The book of Ecclesiastes, the philosopher, a man that has given himself to much pleasure. What did he say about being a youth? Let's go to Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 12, which is the last chapter. It's amazing that he put this in the last chapter. Now, he says, don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. You see, that is also obedience to the word of God. People of God, we have the answer. I pray for the grace to embrace the answer. I pray for the strength to run with the answer. I pray for the ability to live by the answer, which is in the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Don't let the excitement of youth, because we have this excitement as a youth. We believe we are invincible. It has happened to each and every one of us that has gone through the youth age. Don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. Now, what did he say again? He says, honor him in your youth before you grow old. It's also talking about giving honor to God. When you give honor to somebody, you live in accordance with their word. You live by obeying the word that has come forth from them. How can a young man stay pure, people of God, by obeying the word of God? Let's quickly go back into the book of Psalm 119 and see how far we can go today. Psalm 119, looking at the glory and the greatness of God in the word of God. And I pray that our eyes will be open. Our heart will receive in the name of Jesus, light will come as we look into the glory and the greatness of God in the word of God. Psalm 119 again, people of God, verse. Let's go back and see how far we can go today to the glory of God the Father. Psalm 119. I don't know what is happening to my to my Bible. Okay, I think it's now working. Uh, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Psalm 119. Yes. We were in verse 9, I believe. So, let's go. Let's go further. It says, verse 10. I have tried hard to find you. Don't let me wonder from your commandment. Now, when you look at that statement, it's like you are hungry for something. And the answer is also saying, 
Don't let me wonder. Let me stay in your commandment. Let me live by your commandment. So, in finding you is in your commandment, your status, your precepts, your law, your judgment, your word. Praise the Lord. Verse 11, I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. One of my favorite scripture is the book of Colossians 3, 16. And it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. I like to pause there, not even going further. Now, hear this. I have hidden your word in my heart. So, now your word is dwelling in my heart richly and I will not sin against you. Now, the writer here is saying the purpose of hiding your word in my heart is as a, a, a result of not, so as not to sin against you because i have guidance in your word i'm looking into the law of liberty i've embraced your judgment i've embraced your testimony your precepts your commandment your status and that is why he says i have hidden your word now when you hide something that whatever it is that you have hidden must be precious we just don't hide anything for the sake of hiding some animals especially like dogs when they have bones and he have a bit of it they go and hide you see the same thing with a, a wolf a, a pack they hide food they bury it because the treasure is so much so that a day is going to come that they're going to need it and they just dig it up and begin to consume. The same way the word of God is saying to us, I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Verse 12, I praise you, O Lord, teach me your decrees. Who can teach you? Who can teach me? The decree of the Lord, if not for the Lord himself. Let's go further. I want us to get to uh, one area that I love so much and we can unravel it together. It says, I have recited aloud all the regulations you have given unto me. In other words, I keep chewing your word and I'm regurgitating it. I'll chew it. And I will regurgitate. That's why he's saying, um, I have recited aloud. For example, how can a young man cleanse his way? So he's saying it back to himself. You know why? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Don't forget what we are looking at. Looking at the glory and the greatness of God in the word of God. Now, this might not mean anything to you. But trust me, people of God, it work. When you speak the word of God back to yourself again and again. For example, in the book of Samuel, the Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord is God. Now, how did we know that? Because his own people spoke of stoning him. In other words, they said, David, you have put us in put us in this trouble. And the Bible says David and his men, they wept until they have no more power to weep. So in the journey, there can be discouragement. But how do we encourage ourselves? Recite aloud. Speak the word of God aloud back to yourself. Because there will be time that everybody around you don't have a word for you. Or as of the time that you are feeling rejected and dejected, you may not even see anybody that will come for. When the friends of Job came around, they weren't given the, the right counsel. They weren't given the right exhortation. They were not even exhorting Job. They kept condemning Job that you must have done something for all of these to have come into your life all of a sudden. David encouraged himself. And what is it that David began to do? David remembered that there was a 
prophetic words spoken over his life that he's going to sit on the throne by the anointing through the prophet uh, uh, prophet Samuel by that anointing and by the spoken word so he encouraged himself in the Lord is God by speaking the word of God back to himself again and again and again and again and again and when he finished doing so you see that the strength to now pursue was given to David. People of God, this is something every one of us should practice. Recite the word of God aloud to yourself. Pick the scripture. You know, in the book of Timothy, it says, don't ignore public reading of the word of God. For my interpretation is that I will read the word of God aloud back to myself. I read it aloud and faith is going to be coming into my he is going to sit into my heart by reading the word of God loud and aloud and aloud and aloud. Let's go further. We have about 10 seconds. We have about 10 more seconds to go. He says, I have rejoiced in your Lord as much as is in riches. Now, when we look at one of the a, a state of the church today we rejoice so much in things that we see that has value oh the lord has just bought me a car and please don't get me wrong i'm not saying you don't rejoice if god has given you a car a house a wife children all these material things that we enjoy today to god be the glory for the provision don't get me wrong but the word of god is saying for me to see the greatness and the glory of God in the world, I've got to rejoice in the law of the Lord. I've got to rejoice in the precept of God. I've got to rejoice in the testimony and the commandment and the status of God as much as in riches, as much as in the things that I can see. As much as it's like, oh, God has given me a new car. God has given me a new house. God has given me a, a, a wife. God has given me, you know, all these things that we celebrate and jubilate and, and, and you keep getting congratulations here and there. Oh, I've just landed uh, that contract and it's in, in, in multi-million uh, uh, contract. Oh, praise God. To God be the glory. Oh, hallelujah. The word of God is also telling us that I have rejoiced. So it is a must for us to rejoice in the laws. Now, you will see yes, all of it. He says, I have rejoiced in your laws as much as is in riches. So it's not just the riches that gives me uh, joy, that makes me to rejoice. I have rejoiced in your laws as like I will rejoice in riches. Praise God. God, people of God, how many of us can put our hands up and say, yes, I rejoice in the law. When you discover a word, probably picking up the scripture and you begin to read, you begin to study, you begin to meditate and you discover something and hit you like lightning. Do we rejoice as much as we rejoice in riches? Is that what we do? But here, the word of God here. So as to enjoy the glory, so as to see the greatness of God in the world, I've got to rejoice in the laws as much as is in riches. So I must not rejoice in riches and abandon rejoicing in the law of the Lord. Praise God. Let's go further. We have about 10 more seconds. It says, I will study your command. Sorry, I will study your commandment and reflect on your ways. Did you hear that? I will study. In other words, I will give myself. You know, when you hear the word study, most of us, we tend to sit down to study if there is an examination or we want to sit for a course so as to get promotion and we want to do well in them. Now, the word of God is saying, I will study your commandment and reflect on your ways you know we sit down and reflect most times the same way saying reflecting on the ways after i have given myself to the study 
of the commandment of the Lord. 16. We have about 10 more seconds. Let's keep going. I will delight in your decrees and not forget your word. Now, what are the things as a man, as a woman, or as a child of God that gives you delight? Hear this. I will delight in your decrees and not forget get your word but today let's be honest we delight so much in perishable things but hear what the word of god is saying i will delight in your decrees and not forget your word praise god let's go further we have 10 more seconds it says be good to your servant that i may live and obey your word now verse 18 this is one of my favorite in this uh uh psalm 119 Please don't get me wrong. I cherish everything. But when I saw this, it's like I lightning hit me. So that's how I feel. It says, open my eyes to see the wonderful truth that the wonderful truth in your instructions. Now, people of God, let's look at this for a minute. We're going to be looking at it for about one minute. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instruction. Now, he call it wonderful truth. Now, our mentality, our innovation and everything when we hear wonderful is something that has been overturned or overruled. Oh, I have a court case and all of a sudden, uh, the judge says you are discharged and acquitted. And we say, wow, what a wonderful God we serve. Oh, God has given me wonders. Oh, I've waited 10 years to have a baby. And the doctor says, I can never have a baby. But somehow, God reverses it. And now here am I carrying my twins to the glory of God the Father. And you know the beauty of it. God gave me a boy and a girl. And yet doctors here and there says, I can never carry a child that my womb will never be home to any children not to talk of giving back but we see god annulling it praise god oh people of god come and jubilate those are the things that we 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 put together and call wonders and that's why many of us when we have issues we say ah you know what come to our church if our pastor pray for you, you will get the wonders of God. Oh, you need to come to our church. But let's look at what the word of God is saying here. He says, open my eyes. In other words, our eyes is not seeing the wonders that are in the truth of the instructions of God. And now this psalmist is praying. The word of God is saying, this is a prayer that my eyes be open. You know, when we are looking for stuff inside our house, at times the thing that we are really looking for is in front of us, but we are looking in the wrong places. Or, because it's in front of us, it's so difficult to see. The word of God is saying, open my eyes to see the wonderful truth. Now, what do they call it? Wonderful truth. Now, when we go into the book of Isaiah, one of the names that is associated with Christ Jesus is Prince of Peace. Uh, government shall be upon his shoulder wonders whatever you see all those names being put together now when the word of god is saying open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instruction now when you look at the language of jesus on the way to emails when he began to show the uh, disciples he began to teach from the law to the psalm and the prophet showing them christ jesus from the law to the prophet to the psalm and the bible says the 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 disciple says no wonder our heart was burning now when the truth began to be revealed it brings a burning heart it brings a yawning heart 
And now the word of God is saying, open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instruction. So in every instruction that has been given to me, in every law, in every word, in every judgment, in every testimony, in every command and status and precept that I see, there are a wonderful truth in there or there is a wonderful truth in there which is pointing to one direction and that is Christ Jesus the one that was that is and that is to come now how did I know this when we go back into the book of Genesis the Bible says in the beginning darkness was upon the face of the earth blah 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 and God said let there be light and then when we now hear Jesus speaking he says, I was with the father from the beginning. Before Abraham was, I am. And they look at you. You are not even as old as Abraham. So Jesus is making them to realize that from the beginning when you see, let there be light and there was. Let the firmament gather and it gather. Let the water be separated and there was separation. I am there with the father that is the wonderful truth of christ jesus in every pages of the word of god eventually when we get to the book of J uh, john he says and the word became flesh in the beginning was the word and the word was god and the word was with god and eventually we see that the word became flesh and dwell among us and we behold his glory the glory of the begotten son of the most high people of god wonders are in the word of god unless god open our eyes to see now this is a prayer and a way of life to live that as we pray it we also give ourselves to the instruction so as to search and look for the wonders that are in there look at the lifestyle of abraham when god says go and take that your son your only son and sacrifice that is another typical example of christ jesus submitting himself to the will of the father by dying so that mankind can have redemption when you look at the life of joseph that is the typical example of a savior that has come to save mankind See, when we open the pages of the scripture and we have already prayed that Lord, open my eyes to see the wonderful truths. It says truth. It didn't say truth. It's not one. It's wonderful. The wonders that is full. The fullness of the wonders of God's truth in his instructions and don't forget that we've never been given one instruction we have instructions we have the laws we have the precepts we have the commands we have the status so it's all with an s so there is we are not talking of one we are not talking of two we are talking of many and as we talk of this many laws command is talking about our eyes be open to see the wonderful one that is full of the truth in the command and when you look at the language of jesus jesus made it known on the face of the earth i am the way the truth did you see that? Why will he say, I am the way and not just stop there? Why did he have to go into the truth? Because it is the truth that gives freedom. It is the truth that set free. And when the truth became flesh, we receive freedom as man, as woman. On the face of the earth. Praise the Lord, people of God. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instructions. This should be every man and every woman cry day by day. This should be the desire of every man and every woman as a child of God. Every blessed day on the face of the earth. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instructions. So, in every instruction that God is given, whether I it is a personal instruction whether it is the 
uh, uh, compilation of instructions or the instruction of the word of God, there are wonderful truths in there for everybody to see. How did I know? In the book of James, he says, looking, that is, we have eyes to look into the law of liberty. Now, one of the ways that we see the law is that it, it, it gives us restriction. The law is so restricted. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't go there. Don't stop there. Stay, sit down. There, 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 there. That's how we see the law as mankind. But when we look at the law of God, the scripture refers the law of God as the law of liberty. Lord that set free. Isn't that amazing? How can a law set you free? In other words, we were bound in, in bondage and the law of God came and gave us that deliverance because it is the wonderful truth that we embrace. It is the wonderful truth that we receive. It is the wonderful truth that we begin to run with. And before we realize freedom, total freedom is ours. To God be the glory, people of God. Open my eyes. I can go on and on in this scripture for forever. Open my eyes to see. Open my eyes. The Bible says Jesus came to his own and his own did not receive him because they couldn't see. They have no vision to see. They can't see that this is the wonderful truth that they've been expecting because their expectation is like David that restore all the land of Israel back to Israel. That's their expectation. Even the disciples, when Jesus was about to leave the earth, they said, when will you restore the kingdom back to Israel? You see, that, that is their expectation. When uh, one of the disciples called another brother and says, come and see that which Moses in the law and the prophet spoke about is here. And that one says, can anything good come out of Galilee or Nazareth? That tells me that he couldn't see the wonderful truth in the instructions of the prophet and the law that has been given unto them. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instruction. This should be the ultimate prayer for every child of God. Open my eyes to see. But you see, we are so engrossed and engaged. Oh, open my eyes to see my blessing. My blessing. My blessing. My blessing. My blessing. You see, your blessing is hidden in Christ Jesus. When you see Christ Jesus, your blessing becomes your blessings because you have seen the author and the finisher. But that's not what the teaching that we receive today. And that's why we need to go back precept upon precept. We need to go back uh, every day into the word. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instruction let's quickly add 19 and probably we will stop for 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 the day if that is okay with you he says i'm only a foreigner in the land now when you look at the word foreigner if you go somewhere that you've never been before you don't know any place your eyes must be open and you keep looking here and there to see, oh, this is where the shop is. This is where the uh, hospital is. This is where the meat shop is. You keep looking. It's not a place that you're familiar with. And now, open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instruction. You know why? Because I'm only a foreigner. I'm here for a while. And who can teach me to walk in accordance with the way that you want me to? If I go to any land, I can't just do anything that I want anyhow. I've got to live and, and obey the rules of the land. For example, any woman that wants to go to Saudi Arabia now, as a foreigner, you can live the way you want. You have to live by the law of Saudi Arabia for the women. Any man that goes to Saudi Arabia, you can't live anyhow. You have to live by the law of how the men supposed to live in Saudi Arabia. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instructions. 
But many, when we hear about the instructions of God, we see bondage. No, we have these are the law of liberty. These wonderful truths are what we call the law that sets free, the instruction that gives freedom. Praise the Lord, people of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truth in your instructions. I'm only a foreigner in the land. Don't hide your command from me. Did you see that? Did you see the desire of the heart of the writer of the book of Psalm 119? He desire to see the glory of God and the greatness of God inside the world. And he said, don't hide your command from me because I am a man, I'm a man on a mission. I want to see your glory. I want to see your greatness in your world. Don't hide it from me. Open my eyes to see the truth with an S, not one, not two, not three, with an S, unlimited truth, infinity. And I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that our eyes be open to see the wonderful truths in the instructions of God in the name of Jesus. As it is written in the word of God that our eyes will be open, Lord. Our inner eyes, our outer eyes will be open in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the one that died on the cross of Calvary that we may have life and have it abundantly. So as to see the wonderful truth in the instructions of God in the name of Jesus that we will not see look the bible talks about the 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 uh, satan that is is subtle he will present the wonderful truth as bondage to us and in most cases that's what we are running with but today when we embrace the wonderful truth in totality we are free from every shackles every chain Every oppression and oppressor, we are free totally because our eyes is open. When the Jesus healing blind man says, "How?" He says, "Open your eyes," and the man say, "He says, how can can you see?" He says, "I can see tree upside down." And Jesus gave him a second touch, and he says, "I can see clearly now." It's the same thing. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. When our eyes is not open, we live in perdition. We live in bondage. We live in shackles and chain. But it's amazing. God will say one thing. The world is saying something else. And the world is, is prevailing over that which God has said. Because that's what we are embracing. The church is also dancing to the tune of the world. But not you in the name of Jesus. That your eyes will be open to see the wonderful truth in the instructions of God. Because there are wonderful truth in there. Unless our eyes is open. I watched a documentary of a young boy of about... I think about two years. The, there's something wrong with the eyes. And the mother kept going here and there and documenting everything on video. Eventually, the day they did some tests and um, they put the glasses that is going to fit for the boy to see. And the boy, they, they put the glasses on the boy and the boy saw the mom and the dad. He just burst into laughter. And the mother and the father began to cry. That this is the first time we saw, we are seeing our, our baby laughing. He has never laughed before because he couldn't see. And the fact that he could now see the parent through the glasses, through the lens that has now been given to him, he began to laugh. He, not because... Uh, 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 something has happened but to the boy something spectacular has happened what you and i take for granted the boy just began to laugh and the mother and the father began to cry i pray that our eyes also be open to see the wonderful truth in god's instruction you know why because we are only a foreigner in this land and we have a short time here on the face of the earth. Abraham, the Bible says he kept looking forward to a city where the architect and the builder is God. And so many of the men of faith 
in the book of Hebrews 11, their eyes is focused on the wonderful truth because they realize that they are foreigner. People of God, I want to leave you in the hands of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I pray that this word in the book of Psalm 119, will become reality for you, reality for me. And as many that will go back and watch this, or as many that this video will reach on the face of the earth, this will become a reality, a total reality in the name of Jesus. So I want to leave you in the hands of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As you go this week, the grace of God will go ahead of you in the name of Jesus. The presence of God will go ahead of you in the name of Jesus. The power of God will go ahead of you in the name of Jesus. This week will be a glorious week. You will know no defeat in the name of Jesus. Every mess from the pit of hell, from the kingdom of darkness, you as a child of God, you shall sure miss in the name of Jesus. You will stand triumph and walk in that grace and glory and power and victory that has been handed over to you in the name of Jesus. And above all, when the trumpet shall sound, Lord, we pray that you will count us worthy because our eyes has been opened in accordance with your word to see your wonderful truth in your instruction because we see ourselves, Lord, as the foreigner in the land. And Lord, we declare that your credibility is good enough for us. For this we are grateful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. And let the people of God say amen. Thank you, people of God, for being a partaker. Uh, Senator Kemi, good to see you. How's the household, the children and everybody? The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. We're going to have a uh, a pause here by the grace of god we're going to continue psalm 119 looking at the glory and the greatness of god in the world and i want to encourage everyone under the sound of my voice to please go into this scripture and begin to read it and study it for yourself five verses is enough every day five verses and pick a verse that is jumping out to you like lightning and stay on it run with it pray it let it become part and parcels of you so people of god have a wonderful sunday the lord bless you the lord keep you and cause his face to shine upon you <laughs>